Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watch Double Team. I'm very excited about this episode. Yeah, this is a good one. Uh, this is our first movie from 2002. Finally made it through two ta- 2001. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are not as many this year. I think there's only like eight this year. So we'll get through them quicker. Uh, so I have a few. We're going to start off right off the bat. Don't have anything to say. Uh, I have a few people in the cast. Um, first is Teal Redman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I also looked up, so I was like, her name could not be Teal, but it's not. Her first name is Brittany. Her middle name's Teal, mm-hmm. uh, who was Louise in Gilmore Girls. And I remember watching Gilmore Girls, and I was like, that girl is so familiar. And I looked her up, and I was like, oh, it's Nikki and Double Team. <laughs> I, I have something to say about her. She, whenever I was a child, for some reason, I thought that she was, like, the prettiest person in this movie that had ever existed, with, like, the dark hair and everything, and she was, like, so mean, but, like, kind of cool, even though she was mean, and then she has, like, a heart of gold. Sorry, spoiler, but, (laughs) wow. Yeah. Big fan of her, apparently, as a child. (laughs) Well, whenever I saw her, I was like, oh my god, wait, I remember. I feel bad. I mean, I don't think I had the same reaction, but, like, I get that vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then the dad is played by a guy named Nick Searcy, who is another one of those people who's that who like guest starred and everything. Um, some things that I have down are Unbelievable, which is a Netflix miniseries. Highly, highly recommend. That's my queen, Tony Collette. Please watch it. <laughs> um, he was in Three Billboards, Shape of Water, I guess starred an episode of Mom, Moneyball, The Last Song. I don't remember who he played in The Last oh. Song. Uh, the Ugly Truth, the first rated R movie I ever saw. Uh, <laughs> Eagle Eye, uh, an episode of Criminal Minds, Flicka, which is a great movie for <laughs> horse people and non-horse people alike. <laughs> uh, it's an episode of The West Wing, which I'm watching now, and I don't remember who he was. <laughs> and he's also in Castaway. Okay, and then after that, um, there's this guy named Chris Olivero, mm-hmm. who, <laughs> uh, said he was a series regular in Kyle XY. He was not Kyle XY. <laughs> no, um, I, I watched some of that, but I didn't recognize him from that. What I did recognize him from was Now You See It. Yes, he was in Now You See oh, It. Oh, I am very excited when we get to it. So Now You See Me could run. It's, we'll get there. It's we'll true. get there. Um, and then we also have, uh, Paul Kiernan, who, uh, we saw in Look of the Irish, and he's also gonna be in Go Figure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, lastly, or at least my lastly, um, I have jo- I'm going to try and say his name. I apologize if I say it wrong. Joey Miyashima. Uh, we saw him in the paper book. Brigade. Uh, he's, um, I recognize him as the principal of East High uh, in High School Musical. Um, but we also will see him in Right on Track and Dad Napped. And that's all I have on the people. Oh, I have a few more. Oh. So I have Annie McElwain, who played Heidi. And she was uh, casted as girl number one in an episode of Seventh Heaven. But wait, there's more. I also have Mackenzie Phillips, who was the mom from this movie. She was in the show, I guess it was on Disney. It was too old for us, so I don't know when it was exactly. But it was called So Weird. It's on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if it was like a Wonderful World of Disney type show. But um, I started watching it. It was it was kind of strange, but I liked it kind of. Wow. And she was also weird. She was also in Seventh Heaven. She played a character named Allison Davies. I couldn't find anything about what her character did in the episode. It was not in the description, and I do not remember. But I also have 
I do not know how to say her name. I am very sorry. Ayari Lamone. And she was in The Brothers Garcia. She she played a character, Jennifer. I don't remember a lot of that show, but I did have one episode for my video now. So <laughs> I felt like I needed to mention it. She was also on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played Kennedy, who I don't really remember who that is, but she's in like the later seasons. I was about to say something, but I didn't want to spoil it for anyone who may have watched Buffy or may be in the process of watching Buffy. So mm. yeah, that's, that's it. She played Zoe in the movie. So yeah, that's oh. everyone. <laughs> I was like, who's Zoe? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we open on a peaceful suburban morning. Uh, and then I thought it was a very weird shot. We pull back in through the window. Like normally, like when you have opening shots, you pull like, like you're outside and then like pull in, like pull through the window. But we're looking outside and we pull back in the window. Um and then we see the words based on the life stories of Heather and Heidi Burge, which I wrote down a lot of their life after this movie, so we'll get there. <laughs> um, so as we see that we see this window in frame, and then we see Heather uh, doing sit-ups, and she's working out, she's doing jump rope, all with her hair down, by the way. I'd like to point that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it was the 80s. It was the it's like It's like her morning workout, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that always made me so angry. Girls! Or people with long hair do not work out with their hair down. It gets, In the 80s, apparently, they did. It gets so hot, and your hair sticks to your sweaty body, and it just gets... Why would you do that? They did. There were pictures of them in their uniforms with their hair, like, permed and down and everything. Like, mullets. <laughs> yeah, but that's still down. You could have still put it in a ponytail. Um... So, uh, but he- like I said, Heather's working up upstairs, which shakes mom's tea downstairs. Um, there's, like, stuff on the shelves shaking, like, yeah, trophies. dozens of volleyball trophies. Um, a trophy falls and dad catches it, like, oh, caught it, this- caught it this time. Yeah, and he seems very proud. He's like, oh, she's back at it again, like, so proud of her, blah, blah, blah. But mom seems a little annoyed. She's like, does this have to happen every morning? Right, so it's because it's early Saturday morning and it's 6.45 a.m. and practice practice starts in 15 minutes so then we see Heidi um she's looking in the mirror she grabs some cute sunglasses and runs downstairs and that's where she meets her twin sister Heather in the kitchen and they're wearing the exact same leotard and jacket okay not only is it a leotard it's like it's like a leotard with shorts attached to it and it's like it has this like 80s print on it I didn't realize as a child that this took place in the 80s I was always kind of confused by their fashion choices but I never I didn't think that much of it I think I always thought Heidi I loved Heidi's fashion choices oh well I have an outfit to talk about of Heidi's but (laughs) yeah so they're they're wearing the same outfit and they do that thing in movies that sisters do and they're like no you have to change change you You change." change so mom has to be the mediator apparently this happens a lot they own the same clothes and wear them at the same time yeah why didn't you just have one and like share it I don't know um yeah Heidi's like what are my friends gonna think and Heather's just worried about the grind like who cares what your friends all about sports yeah, so mom makes some compromise. She's like, well, who changed last time? And they're like, well, who did this first? But it doesn't work. So mom's just like, here, I'm going to grab two toothpicks. Short one has to change. So, but then she only makes some change her jacket. Well, yeah, Heather, he- or Heidi ends up picking the short stick. And she's like, well, I'm just going to grab a different jacket. 
Which doesn't make sense, because once they get to practice, they take their jackets off, and they're wearing the same leotard. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all, but... <laughs> yeah, so then they're, they're, they're about to leave, and they're like, I call shotgun, and ooh, they're fighting all morning. Yeah, like so we see do. that yeah, they're twins, and they're sisters, and they don't get along the best. Yeah, and we, we've already established that Heather is all in it, sports are my life, keeping mm-hmm. it real, keeping the grind 100, and Heidi's just a little bit more casual about it. Yeah, and so we're at volleyball practice, and Heather keeps spiking the ball directly at Heidi, (laughs) who can't, like, dig it up, because she's spiking it towards the ground, obviously, and Heidi can't dig the ball, and so this is really frustrating to Heidi, because she's like... I love how Heidi just, like, throws a fit in the middle of the court. Yeah, she's, like, so annoyed, and of course the entire... She, throws her arms down, like, ugh, Heather! (laughs) And, like, the entire time, their dad is, for some reason, staying at their practice, even though none of the other dads are just, like, hanging out. Is he a coach? No! He's just there. Okay, and so well, he's we, like he's like congratulating Heather or whatever, and then the coach tells them to switch places and tells Heidi to go start spiking. Yeah, and this is where we see that this movie takes place in Redondo Beach, California, in 1985. Oh, okay, yeah. Because we just want to establish that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the coach says to Dad, how do you tell them apart? And I just want to say that these actresses are not played by twins, <laughs> so it's really easy to tell them apart in this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, and I don't, I, I don't know if they were identical in real life. I didn't see that fact anywhere. They were. Not. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I looked, I looked up their Wikipedia, and it was like, mm, they, they were playful. They would switch places in school a lot. <laughs> but these actresses <laughs> are not twins. Like, they are both ta- they're both the same height. They both have the same color hair, and they are both white, and that's where their similarities end. <laughs> I mean, I think they look similar. They could be fraternal twins. I mean, yeah, they have, like, they have the same body type, but their faces are so different. <laughs> Well, yeah, but so are, like, even our twins who are, our friends who are identical twins, they look different. Well, they first, have, like, different noses Well, yeah, but when I first saw them, I was like, oh, like, whoa, I don't know if I'd be able to tell, well, obviously I can now. Yeah. But, like, when I first see these girls, I can definitely tell them <laughs> apart. Um, so, yeah, so the coach asks, how do you tell them apart? And fucking dad, <laughs> have we watched a sports movie where dad isn't the fucking worst? No. Daddy's dad. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. Dad says, Heidi is the one that gives me a migraine. If she had half the motivation of her sister, you know. Yeah. At this point, I said, Dad, lay off. Like, you're the fucking worst. He's already been, like, talking about, like, oh, Heather, you're so good. And at this point, too, Heidi's trying to spike the ball, but she keeps hitting it into the net because she's not, like, jumping at the right time or something. And Dad's like, come on, Heidi, put some effort into it. Be like Heather. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So the coach starts mentioning scholarships and college scholarships. And scouts. These girls are just about to start high school. Yeah, these girls are 14 years old. Yeah. And so dad's like, oh, like, isn't that a little early? But this guy, who is the dad from The Look of the Irish, I guess is one of their coaches. They never really established that. He's like, oh, well, they were scouting my girls really early. Like, it's okay. The scouts will come to you. They'll just go to their high school games or whatever, like, on their high school teams. And dad's like, oh, well, they don't have a team at school. Yeah, like, it's a really small school, so they don't really have a team. And the coach is like, oh, well, they should be at, like, a big school where they can get noticed. Um, so then we cut to Heidi and Heather tandem biking down the harbor. Yeah, apparently <laughs> they have to share a bike, too. They tandem bike, and they're in their identical leotards. Yeah. And they're just talking. Heidi tells Heather that, you know, Dad has always wanted her to be like Heather. Um, and Heidi is just like, you know, I just don't like volleyball as much as you do. And it's established that, like, Heather is better than Heidi at everything they do. 
Well, yeah. Heidi is literally like, I wish everyone stopped comparing me to you. Like, I'm not you or whatever. And the Heather is like, she's rubbing in all of the things she's better than Heidi at. Yeah. She's like, it must be tough spending your whole life playing catch up. And then they laugh. Like, that's funny. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> okay, so we got to dinner at home. Um, Mom tells Dad that high school starts on Monday. We can't move that fast. What are they talking about? Yeah. Uh, and the Dad says the principal will give them a few weeks to move. And Dad is, starts explaining, you know, college scouts start now, and Mom cuts back with, volleyball isn't life. Yeah. Um, and then Dad says, you know, I could have taken a corporate lawyer, fucking gaslighting Mom, I could have taken a corporate lawyer job, and we would have had money, but I would have never been here, but we decided that I wouldn't do that, and so that we could be a family. Well, yeah, and it, he's, it's never like a conversation of like, oh, we should move because of this. Dad is just saying, oh, we're moving. Yeah. Like, he literally tells mom that. Yeah, and it, there, he basically says, like, we don't have enough money to college. Like, the girls are going to have to rely on scholarships. Um, so that's when Heather and Heidi come home, and <laughs> Dad starts going, Heidi, Heather, you girls are different. Yeah. <laughs> And this is where um, they say, Dad, we already had this talk with Mom. <laughs> and which makes me wonder, what, is, is, this, is this talk like they might go through puberty quicker because they're taller? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, they're all, they already went through puberty well, if they're obviously. that tall. Yeah, they, we find this out later in the movie. They're six feet tall yeah. already at 14. Um, so yeah, so Dad says, I mean, you're tall, and you're athletic, and you have a gift, and your mom and I, and this is where mom tries to be like, um, don't put me in this. Well, yeah, he said, you have a special gift, and we want you to take full advantage of that. So we're going to transfer you to a new high school with a good sports program. So Heidi, like, gets up immediately, and she's like, you're fucking kidding me, right? Like, I don't want to leave my friends. We're going to leave now. School starts Monday. And dad is like, you know, think of your future. And she's like, I'm 14 years old. I don't need to think about my future. Like, what about my friends? This is a big last minute change. And dad's like, we can't afford to send you both to college. Like, he tells this to them. Like, it's their fault. And Heidi storms off, rightfully so. And she's like, Heather can do whatever she wants, but you can't make me switch schools. And so Heather is also upset. She's, like, crying a little bit or whatever. And mom's like, hey, like, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? And she's like, dad's just doing what he thinks she's is like, best. She's like, no, it's fine. Well, she's like, dad's doing what he thinks is best and just, like, walks away. So mom, yeah. <laughs> mom's like, I'm going to go talk to Heidi and you need to talk to Heather. She's very upset that her that her husband did this. And something, so I asked, our, our roommate Maddie is a twin. And I asked if whenever they were growing up, if there was, like, one parent who would normally, like, parent the other and if the what each of them had like a designated parent basically that was in quotations you couldn't see it but she said yeah kind of she said that like her her and her mom were more like together whenever they were younger and then her dad was more with her twin me so. and my sister did and we're two years apart <laughs> <laughs> i usually had my mom my sister usually had my dad i don't know um uh, so yeah so <laughs> whenever mom was like you go talk to heather dad is like Oh, she's fine. She said she was fine. And mom goes, sometimes it amazes me at how little you know them. Yeah, dad, dad's the worst. So, um, it's the first day of school. Uh, Heather and Heidi are getting into the car with dad to drop them off. Um, Heidi says goodbye to a friend, or just like also a neighbor, before leaving. And dad drives them to school. Well, yeah, and he Heidi doesn't want to go. She's like angry about it. Heather is too, just to make that clear. She's, yeah. And yeah. so... So I pull up to school in their station wagon, very 80s, mm -hmm. um, and they notice all of these fancy cars that all the high schoolers have. And there's a bunch of kids playing on the quad. Yeah. 
Uh, Heather and Heidi walk into high school. Um, this is where I noticed that they're wearing platform sandals. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, guess I to make that. them appear taller than everyone else. <laughs> um, and then they register for classes on their first day. Yeah, instead of, like, doing something. What did and they that do? They, and, like, it's not just, like, them. Like, I thought, like, oh, like, maybe because, like, they're new, but everyone's doing yeah that. so what do you do all day they were there for like a full day i don't know <laughs> yeah what are your classes and so they're like oh should we take spanish or italian blah 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 and then these cheerleaders walk past them and they're like <laughs> look at those tall freaks <laughs> yeah it's literally the movie tall girl but made in 2002 <laughs> but not as bad <laughs> well yeah because they're just like fuck off we could fight you <laughs> They yeah. don't say that, but... Yeah, Heidi is just fascinated by all the extracurriculars she has, because it's such a big school, and she didn't have those opportunities before, and Heather's just like, you know, these people are fucking staring at us, uh, but Heidi isn't bothered, and she decides, uh, what am I gonna do until volleyball in the spring? I could join the play, I could do this, mm-hmm. um, and Heidi walks off, but Heather is still nervous. And then this child, who looks like he's, like, ten years old, walks by Heather, And he just, staring. like, looks up at her and just stares. And Heather just goes... What? <laughs> and he runs away. So, so then Heidi walks yeah. past a girl who's trying to hang up a poster for the drama club. She's on a ladder, but the poster is, like, covering her. So Heidi, with her tallness, goes over and set, and helps her uh, put it up. And they start to talk. Her name is Zoe. And she asks Heidi if she'll sign up for drama club. She's the president of the drama yeah, club. Yeah, she's got, a, like, a beret and, like... <laughs> and like, colored streaks in her yeah, hair. Yeah, colored streaks, like, those, like, cat glasses. What are those called? Cat eye glasses. Yeah, cat eye glasses. Um, yeah, so Heidi says, sure, I've always wanted to do a play. Great, new friends. Yeah, so she signs up, and then we see Heather is in the gym holding a volleyball. And while she's, like, looking, there's a bunch of other kids, like, playing sports in the whole gym. So she goes... Yeah, everyone's playing basketball. So she goes to the second gym? Yeah, apparently, I mean, they said they picked a school with a good sports program. I guess they have enough money for two gyms. <laughs> yeah, she grabs this basket of, like, the wheel, like, the wheelie basket. Yeah, the basket of volleyballs. Of, of volleyballs. A cart of volleyballs. Pulls it over to the other gym. Um, and the other gym, we see the girls' basketball practice. Uh, the point guard is... Pulling some sick moves against the team. Oh, and yeah. The coach yells at them because no one's putting pressure on Nikki. Uh, Heather walks in with the volleyballs and accidentally spills them into practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the coach has to stop because the volleyballs get everywhere. And she's like, oh, look, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then whenever she stands up, the coach looks at her and <laughs> he's like, I'm a basketball coach, this girl's super fucking tall. Well, and everyone literally says, whoa, (laughs) when she stands up. He literally thinks he found a godsend. Well, yeah, and he asks, like, how tall are you? And she says, just south of of six feet, I guess. And then I said, at age 14? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and Heather's like, oh, my twin sister is the same height, too. Mm -hmm. But Heather mentions that she's never played basketball, and neither does her sister. Yeah, and she's like, we play volleyball. The coach looks up at God, and he's like, you are a cruel, cruel man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then the coach suggests, like, hey, you know, volleyball is in the spring, and basketball is in the fall, which is opposite. That doesn't... At least where we are. High school sports are not like that. Uh, where we are, is volleyball is in the fall. fall. Basketball is in the winter. Yeah. I think all basketball is in the winter. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not in California where there is no winter. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it should all be the same because, like, if you go out further enough, wouldn't there be, like, do they do more know. than state championships? I don't know how sports work. Anyway, yeah. So the coach is like, oh, maybe you should join us. And then Heather, like, thinks about it for a second, and she's like, hmm, maybe I should. Like, I'll ask my dad. (laughs) Keep in shape and stuff. Yeah. So Heidi, back at home, Heidi's talking on the phone to Zoe, and she's like, "Ah, oh, my God, no, she didn't. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, Dad tells her to hang up, and it turns out Zoe invited her to a party. How fun. Um, the family sits down to eat dinner. Um, it's just established that they have not found a place to live yet, but Dad's not worried. Well, yeah, um, Dad is like, oh, we had two weeks, but they never check on those things. And Mom's like, well, we should probably still find a place soon. Right. And then the conversation, uh, goes to Heather saying that, you know, she was going to the gym to work out, and Dad's like, oh, Heidi, you should be more like Heather, blah, blah, like, blah. there too, and Heidi's like, no. <laughs> yeah, and so Heather's like, oh, well, I ran into the basketball coach, and he was asking if I could join the team, and I think that I want to. And so at first, Dad, like, thinks about it, and then he's like, that's a great idea. It'll keep you in shape, and, you know... Heidi should do it, too. And yeah, Heidi said, no, I want to do the musical. It's The Wizard of Oz. Oh, my God. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I was in, This gave me PTSD. I was in The Wizard of Oz in high school. I was on makeup crew for The Wizard of Oz. I was a munchkin. No one is surprised. I mean, I was just, like, a part I of mean, the ensemble. I mean, so was our, like, five foot seven friend was also a munchkin. How I think, tall is she? I don't know. She's, like, almost six foot. I think she might be six foot. She's yeah. Not. She's fucking tall. She was also a munchkin. Yeah, but, yeah. We also had actual children in the play. Anyway. The, the Wizard of Oz was not a good experience. No, it not was a good not. experience for either of us as an actor and as a crew member. <laughs> <laughs> I just have war flashbacks from it, but Same. it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, she's saying and that's a story for a different. Time. <laughs> she's saying that she was excited for the musical, and they really think that she could be the Tin Man. And then she's like, "They think I'm the only one who fit in the costume." <laughs> Dad starts to object, but then Mom is like, "Ah, Heidi, that's great." Do the musical if you want to. Well, yeah, and then, and then fucking dad is like, well, Heather's gonna be famous someday, and Heidi's gonna be sorry that she didn't put in the work, and then Heidi sticks up for herself, and she's like, okay, well, when I win an Oscar, I'm gonna thank everyone except you. Yeah, I was like, dad rags on Heidi, but it's all in good fun. Well, yeah, and then they all laugh. I would still be so mad if my dad was always like, you're not like your brothers, they're better than you, you should work harder, like, fuck off. Yeah. So, at basketball practice... Um, Heather makes every single shot with perfect form, despite never playing before. Well, I'm sure she was practicing, because that's very Heather of her. Well, I learned how to shoot a basketball in, like, third grade (laughs) in, like, the right form, because otherwise I was just, like, pushing it off my chest. It was, like, the, you know, the one hand. Mm -hmm. If you heard, that was my dog. Anyway, Nikki sees, uh, Heather making shot after shot, and she does not look happy about it, because she's used to being, like, the star of the team. She says, this is my team, so don't try to make a name for yourself here. Yeah, so then, at the same time, we cut over to play practice, and Heather is, like, oh, Heidi is practicing her lines. She's not very good. She's auditioning, (laughs) but she's like, oh, good, I need some oil. She's like, hi, I'm a tin man. Can you oil my joints? Yeah, but uh, but Zoe <laughs> and I literally wrote PTSD here in my notes. Okay, also also it's the first week of school. They already are like practicing all the stuff for the stage. They have it's the an entire I know, but they have the entire uh, set already built, and that is not realistic. They're auditioning on the stage. That's at least not what we did. So, well, we were also did also not have we did also not have as much money as the school. Well, yeah, but all, but why would would they make the set over summer? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Um, yeah, so <laughs> there's a Dorothy stand-in with a mullet playing with sli- his ruby red slippers. Yeah, that's a whole scene. So then we go back to basketball practice. The coach is giving a situation to the team. Yeah, so he he makes them go man-to-man and then assigns Heather to man Nikki. Uh, Heather's on defense, Nikki is the point guard. Um, so then we go for like a one-on-one for a little bit. Nikki elbows Heather and dribbles around her for a shot. 
Um, the coach tells Heather to go harder, and Heather is pissed. Oh yeah. Uh, so and then he makes he makes Nikki and Heather go one on one with each other. Takes the whole team off the court. Oh, I also wanted to mention at this point, like, I can uh, like, I feel like with a lot of Disney, well, at least like with like Disney TV shows, whenever they would play sports, everyone was so bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so obvious. But like, I guess like obviously because this is a sports movie, like they're like not obviously terrible like they like look like they know what they're doing and stuff mm-hmm. so i'm glad a budget was put into teaching these actors how to play. <laughs> or maybe they just had experience it was a part of the maybe. requirements the yeah prereqs. so it's one-on-one versus nikki and heather nikki goes past again they go again well and heather keeps falling like nikki is like just getting by her enough to like make her fall which is like adding to her embarrassment yeah so, then we cut briefly to after rehearsal, uh, Zoe gives Heidi directions to the party, but I don't know why that was irrelevant. And we find out that she got the tin man role that yeah. she thought she was going to get. Yeah, so we go back, it's back to, like, full team practice, um, Heather is still guarding Nikki, Heather gets picked, which <laughs> I was told many times to do when I was a kid, but I never successfully did one, so I'm just like, oh, they're gonna hit me. <laughs> um, she falls again. And, um, at this point, Nikki, like, stops to, like, gloat to her. Yeah, she goes, like, taking candy from a baby. Yeah, so Heather gets the fuck up, and she says, nah, not in my house, and she spikes that fucking basketball yeah, out of bounds. Yeah, literally, as Nikki is shooting it, Heather comes, like, horizontally and just goes, bam! And, like, honestly, <laughs> I felt the rage in this scene. It's pretty good. Like, like, sometimes, like, whenever I did play basketball, sometimes I would, like, like, it wasn't, like, anything this intense, but sometimes I just, like, jump, like, in front of a ball to catch it, and, like, it felt really good. <laughs> well, yeah, but she literally, her volleyball skills are coming in handy. She spikes that fucking ball out of There was a girl on my sister's team who would do that, and it was, like, the best, she was, like, <laughs> she was the best one on the team. She was, she did not go to our school. She, like, came over to our school, mm-hmm. and she was, like, one of the reasons why my sister's team won all the time, because <laughs> she was really good. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, everyone's impressed. They all go, oh, which also reminds me of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I once went to one of my brother's summer basketball games, which is like, it was just for fun. It wasn't for anything. Um, he was maybe in like fifth or sixth grade, I want to say. And there was this kid on his team um, who stuffed a kid on the other team. And it was like mostly just because like he was taller than him, like just like put his arms out and the kid went up and he was like completely rejected. And so all of the parents on my brother's team go like, oh, like, oh, like, good, like, that's what you say when someone makes a good play in a sport. Um, and the mom of the kid who was stuffed was sitting next to me, and she started talking so much that she, like, worked herself up into a fit. She starts going like, it's okay, they're just being rude, they're just being rude. And she's, like, kept talking, she's like, that's just, that's just unsportsmanlike. And she's, like, kept getting louder, and she's like, that's just a road! And then the whole gym got quiet, and she stormed out. <laughs> and I was sitting right next to her, and I'm like, do I... I'm, like, trying to laugh, but, like, keep it quiet. <laughs> yeah, everyone, like you said, is very happy, except for Nikki, who is obviously pissed. Yeah, so then we cut to the party, Friday night. Yeah, um, outside of the party, there are photos being taken. It doesn't make sense. And so Dad and Heidi pull up in their station wagon, and Dad's like whoa, what the fuck is going on? And Heidi's like, hey, can you drop me off around the corner? And dad doesn't even question it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we learned the party's at Nikki's house. Yeah, there's um, a portrait of Nikki and her dad. <laughs> and Heather meets Zoe. Heidi. Heidi. Fuck. I know. <laughs> well, I just have, like, in certain scenes I have H and H, but in certain scenes I have to write out their full names because they're so <laughs> I I uh, abbreviated it to H-I and H-R. <laughs> uh, yeah, Heidi meets Heather... Heidi meets Zoe inside. Yeah. 
Um, Heidi says, oh, like, my... Because Zoe's well, like, I didn't see you walk yeah. in. Zoe's like, oh, up. what took you so long? Like, was the line long? And so Heidi doesn't want to be, like, weird and an outcast. It's like, oh, my dad dropped me off in our station wagon around the corner. <laughs> yeah, so instead, she's like, oh, there was a long line, and the driver dropped me off around the corner. And Zoe's like, oh, a driver? Wow. Like, and you're Zoe's fancy. Like, mm. yeah. yeah, so then we, like, pan the house. There's an indoor pool Yeah, in this house. Um, Heidi doesn't deny that she also lives in a big house. She's well, yeah, because... Like, Oh, it's on the beachfront. Zoe's explaining, like, oh, this is Nikki's house, and, like, obviously it's so fancy, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I bet you have, like, a pretty big place that you live in. And uh, Heidi's like, oh, yeah, like, we just moved here. Yeah, so that's when Nikki walks up, and she's like, "Mm -hmm, so you're my new teammate, thinking that she's Heather. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Heidi's like, no, that's my sister. And they're all like, and there's two of you. Well, yeah, but Nikki was in the room whenever Heather yeah. was like, I have a twin. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And um, so... Yeah, so we learned that uh, Nikki's dad is not in town, but her uncle is chaperoning, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Zoe mentions, like, oh, like... Or, no, because Heidi compliments Nikki's house, and then Zoe's like, oh, well, it's, like, nothing compared to your house based on what you've told me. Yeah, and so Zoe's like, oh, we should have a party at your house sometime. Like, that'd be cool. And Heidi immediately is like, oh, no, we can't do that. We just moved. We have yeah. to... Heidi just like continues to lie yeah and she's like well we have to wait and she's like well and we have the boat house and the pool house so we have to make sure that those are ready too yeah but nikki like sees this bullshit right away she's like what's your address yeah and heidi just like makes up an address on the spot mm-hmm. um i said george glass style <laughs> wait literally i have that later in here where nikki says sure dan <laughs> Um, so back at home heidi tells heather about the lie and heather's not happy but she's gonna play along yeah she's like well what else am I gonna do yeah so then we cut to uh in the gym it's basketball practice again but over in the corner there's a reporter talking to a boy basketball player about college commitments just like in the middle of the girls practice I guess for some reason anywhere else yeah um Heather won't stop staring well and the guy's like oh well I haven't decided till the end of season but yeah like you said Heather is staring so she's very obviously interested in this boy yeah so one of the teammates I think her name's Madison yeah Madison we hear her a couple of times that's Gail, first of all, who names her child Galen? I don't know. There was a kid in my class who had a last name who was spelled exactly like this, but it was pronounced Gallon, mm. like a gallon of milk. But this is Galen. Every college and every senior girl wants him. He's oh, not yeah. that cute. I thought he was pretty cute. <laughs> I, back, oh, let me, there's a scene later on. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you're talking about. So, Nikki comes over, and she... She comes over to a uh yeah to talk to Heather. to Heather and she's like, "Oh, that address that Heidi gave you is fake. That's a donut shop. Like I know that you're lying." And Heather just goes, "Oh, my sister messed up the address." And this is where Nikki goes, "Sure, Jan." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So after school, Heidi and Zoe get into a convertible, but Heidi spots Heather real quick and goes over and invites her to hang out with her theater kid friends and on Heather, the boat. They're going on, on the, the boat to practice, to practice lines. lines, and Heather's like. No. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm going to practice. I don't blame her. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to practice basketball instead. And then- I would ra- also rather practice <laughs> basketball than be on a boat with a bunch of theater kids. <laughs> and Heidi's like, oh, that's a lot of practice. But Heather's like, I got to catch up. They got years of practice yeah, on Heather's me. Like, I've never fucking played basketball before. <laughs> yeah. And so the guy calls Heidi over again. And, and then- Heidi's just like, 
you know, I guess moving wasn't so bad. Well, yeah, because Heidi was the one who was, like, the most against it. And this at this point, we kind of realize that Heather leans more on Heidi than she thinks she does or than she realizes that she does because she's like, yeah, like, I like it here, but I do miss our old friends, and I feel like, like, we don't spend as much time together or whatever. And Heidi, on the other hand, is kind of like, well, I feel like that's kind of a good thing. Like, we're getting to do our own separate things. Yeah, I think this is what, like, Heidi has kind of wanted all along but hasn't been able to because... They're both so good at sports. Well, and the, that's the other thing, too, is, like, the struggle is that Heather is, like, better at these things, but she's comfortable in that position, and she likes having her little, like, her twin. Yeah, her, her twin in her shadow. Yeah, so, yeah. So Heidi um, ends up going off to the car. Yeah, so then we cut to uh, Dad is installing a basketball hoop over the garage at home. Um, he starts to test it out as Heidi walks up. She's back from her boat trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start to play against each other. Again, Heidi never played basketball, but she's really good. <laughs> well, I'm sure that they played for fun because their dad <laughs> is their dad. But yeah, they're just like playing around and joking. And, and so yeah, Heidi mentions that, oh, look, she's going to go like back out on the boat tomorrow with her friends. And dad said, no, you're playing basketball. Yeah. He says, there's been a change of plans. He said, I called the coach and I said that you're going to try out for basketball too. And so again, Heidi is rightfully pissed. She's like, you didn't ask me and he brings up the uh, she's, <gasps> sorry <laughs> um she's rightfully pissed and she brings up the play again she's like i already have a role in this like you know that i wanted to do that and dad's like well you know maybe like, a well, different year this year is important yeah it's your freshman, freshman year. year yeah literally no one gives a shit no one looks at freshmen even when they are on varsity yeah so again Heidi runs off and dad's like your future is sports it's not a school play so as she like storms in the house Heather like goes and sees well what's Heather going on. is sharpening her number on her basketball shoes. they never explained that no one else did that just her yeah um and Heidi is angry she turns it because she thinks this, this was all Heather's idea because Heather wants Heidi back in her shadow but Heather doesn't know what she's talking about and Heidi's like you told dad to make me play basketball. And Heather's like, no, I did not. Yeah. So I then, did not. I did not hit her. It's bullshit. You don't get that reference. No. <laughs> um, in the gym, they're doing drills. And Heather is trying to explain to Heidi, again, that, like, this is dad's fault. It's not her fault. But Heidi doesn't believe her. And so they're, like, they're like passing the ball to each other. And they're getting really aggressive as this, like, the, the practice goes on. They literally, like, fight with each other the entire practice. Well, yeah, and the coach is beginning to be, well, at first he's like, oh, yeah, like, show that aggression. That's good. Yeah, and then and eventually then he's, he's like, stop like, fighting. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, they literally start to wrestle each other. And I was trying, I was like, that's never happened at any of my practices. I mean, we did have a pair of twins in our class, but one of them was never there. I don't think she really played basketball. Yeah, I didn't have any twins in my class, but I feel like I could have seen it happening. Um, yeah, so Nikki is, like, taking the ball down. She passes to Heidi. Heidi does this, like, little shuffle thing. We'll, like, get to it more later. And then she passes the ball to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and Heather's like, good going, Heidi. And Heidi's like, you were supposed to be there. Why didn't you read my mind? <laughs> well, and, no, <laughs> Heidi was purposely not passing to Heather earlier when she was open. Yeah. Because she's just, like, annoyed. And so the coach is like, hey, like, what's going on here? Um, and then, oh, so we cut to Nikki's house, and she reminds her dad that she has a game tonight, and she wants him to be there, and dad's like, oh, like, I'll try to make it. Um, and then the driver encourages her. She's like, knock him dead, Nikki. Yeah. We love, I love the driver. <laughs> Nikki's driver. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so then we cut to, it's like, okay, so it's not, I learned that it's an not, intra-squad game. Yeah, it's more like a pep rally, really. And, and it's, it's not a real game because the team hasn't even been picked yet. This yeah, is apparently everyone I, who tried out. 
Yeah, so, like, mom and dad are in the crowd. Nikki looks for her dad. He's not there. Um, their mascot is the Sea King, and it's literally just, like, a picture of Triton. Um, <laughs> I looked this up. That's the real uh, mascot for Palos Verdes High School. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the coach says that everyone will get equal playing time to prove their worth before he makes final cuts. So, like, half of them are in black jerseys and half of them are in red jerseys, and they play against each other. Yeah, and he- Heidi and Heather are on opposite teams. It's the red-black game, which is, like, a big tradition in the school. Girls' basketball is huge here, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, so, Heather and Heidi are, of course, the ones they tipping off. off. <laughs> yeah. And so, they do a little trash-talking while they're standing there. And this this line is iconic. She's like, oh, like, I'm going to beat you. And then Heather says, I don't think so, little sis. One second best, always, always second, second best. best. That was in the commercials. <laughs> that shit was in the commercials every time. Uh, yeah, so Heather gets, she uh, wins the tip-off. She tips off to Nikki, who passes to Heather and scores. And then Heidi scores on yeah. the other team. And, and we just like, go score. back and forth of them Heather scoring. and Heidi back and forth. Um, yeah. And they, so the, the announcer keeps going like Heather with the shot, Heidi with the shot, Heather with the shot, and Nikki runs past and she goes, "She's not doing it alone, you know," because <laughs> Nikki is the one who she's the guard who takes it down and passes it to Heather every time. Yeah. So then <laughs> the the announcer goes, "Assist to Nikki." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the crowd start cheering either Heidi or Heather, like depending, I guess, who they're rooting for. Yeah. And so they're both like. They're really in it. Yeah, so, and this makes Nikki angry, who starts to shoot instead of passing to Heather, who's wide open. Yeah. Uh, the coach calls timeout and yells at Nikki, and Nikki goes over to coach, and she says, I'm a shooter, not a passer, which does not make sense to me. <laughs> like, everyone, like, everyone is, ev- first of all, you're a guard, so, like, you're definitely a passer. <laughs> and, like, also, everyone is everything. Like, you pass and you shoot. It's, there's only five people on the court. <laughs> Again, she's used to being the best player, so she doesn't yeah. like that she's not anymore. But then the coach says, you're neither. You're a ball hog with a sorry attitude and benches Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Heather's team is down by 10, and it's in the fourth period. Um, but then we cut to 10 seconds left, and Heather is up by two. Um, Heidi does this foot shuffle thing and goes for a three, but Heather, Heather completely rejects her, same way she did Nikki. Yeah, she uses great. those volleyball skills again, and she blocks it. And so as that happens, Dad, like, jumps up and is like, that's my girl. And then Mom <laughs> says, the other one is also your girl or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, and so Nikki looks really mad she's with like everyone cheers, even though Nikki and Heather were on the same side. But again, she's yeah. annoyed that she got benched. And, like, probably without, like, Nikki's good, like, dribbling, like, point guard skills. Might not have been able to get the ball to Heather. (laughs) Yeah. But no one acknowledges that. Yeah, so Heather hugs mom and dad, and then, of course, mom goes to talk to Heidi. Yeah, she, like, goes and, like, consoles Heidi. Yeah, and so dad's like, oh, good job. Like, he goes over to Heidi, and he's like, oh, yeah, good job. But it's not the same. Good job, too, Heidi, I guess. So then we, it's a new scene. We see Nikki. I remember the scene so vividly. We see Nikki carrying this envelope and it's like empty hallways. It's kind of dark. And she goes into the principal's office. I just want to say she's got her curly hair and a high pony. And she's got one of those like sweater things around her shoulders, like tied around her shoulders, like any like prepster in the 80s would. (laughs) Yeah. And a little skirt. (laughs) Yeah. So she's taking this envelope and she sets it on the principal's desk and it says confidential. 
And then as this is happening, we got, cut back to an assembly where the coach is announcing the basketball yeah, team. Yeah, the basketball the team. The women's basketball team. during a pep rally. Yeah, so he's announcing, like, all these people. He announces he- uh, Nikki. He's Nikki, like, oh, yeah. She was the MVP last year. Uh, she gets called up on stage. Heidi is announced as forward, who's rocking a polo and a side pony. Oh, a very strong side pony. A <laughs> like curled, a, a JoJo Siwa side pony. A curled? It's not that high. It's, like, really on the side. It's and really it's a curled, tight. <laughs> curled side pony. Um, Heather gets called for center, and then the crowd starts chanting for Heather, but Nikki smirks because she did something. Well, and also, like, oh my god, I hate this scene because Heather keeps, like, squinting and, like, laughing and, like, She's biting like, her <laughs> lips. Like, She's doing, like, the, the Debbie Ryan, like, Tucker <laughs> hair behind her ear thing, basically. Um, yeah, so... Uh, then we cut to dad in the principal's office, and he's like, oh, just give me one more week. And the principal's like, I'm going to send your transcripts to a school in your district because I gave you two weeks and you didn't follow that. Yeah, and so dad pleads on, like, the girls' behalf. He's like, they're doing so well here. Can you just give us a little bit more time? So the principal gives them till Christmas to find a place to live in their school district. And I did not know, like, what this meant. When I was a kid, I remember asking my mom, like, what's the problem? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And my mom's like, you have to live in the school district that you go to. Yeah. So, oh, I wanted, this is a little unrelated, but I wanted to bring up the play, like, the, like, community, I guess, that Elizabeth and I played sports through when we were kids. They had these little cards, like, identification (laughs) cards, so that they knew that you were who you said you were, so I guess you couldn't, like, go play on a different team if you were, like, really good or you were older or whatever, but before every game, they would make you, like, say your birth date, so to, like, prove that you were who you said you were, and I just thought that that was so funny. You had these little identification cards that you took when you were, like, 11, well, you took them, like, every few years, because you grew, and then you'd always stand in a line, and the ref would, like, like, call your name, and then you walk up, like, 10 years old, being, like, September 11th, 1996. That's my Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Like, why is that, why does that matter? It's just a game. It's not that well, big of a deal. <laughs> when you look at, um, the parents in our league. I mean. I could see it happening. Oh, uh, I'm sure it did. I'm sure there's a reason why we have them. It's right. just funny. We, okay, so, like, we played, like, for our, like, Catholic schools league. Oh, like, our parishes. Like, our parishes, like, in our city. That's how, like, it was kind of set up. We didn't play, um for, like, teams where you had to, like, try out or anything. Like, yeah, you just signed up you and signed you were on up the with team. Your we had, like, kids from, like, public schools who also, like, signed up and played. So it was, like, it was, like, a good, like, way to just, like, play sports without, like, well, most of the time without any pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we cut to, uh, the Burge house is for sale. There's movers moving things out of the house. Um, the family leaves in their station wagon and Heather and Heidi look sad in the backseat. And they have, like, a moment where they kind of, like, lay their heads on each other. So, like... They've, yeah. they've forgiven each other, basically. Uh, so then they pull into this, like, really cheap apartment complex next to a bowling alley. And I thought this was so smart, because the, compl- the apartment complex is called Sandy Shore, but the H is missing, so it looks like Sandy Sore. Yeah. And so they're like, they, the girls make comments about that, like and Dad's like, sore. Dad's like, just give it a try, it's fine. <laughs> And so, um, after that, Dad is talking to Mom, the girls aren't in the room, and Dad's like, you know, the girls aren't speaking to me. And Mom's like, yeah, you're surprised? And Dad's like, all I've ever done is try and give them the best life that I can, and I don't appreciate your attitude either. And Mom's like, you do not understand it. Like, you do not get your daughters. Right, so, like, they're in, like, this, like, tiny, crappy apartment because it's, like, the only thing that they could afford in this very rich school district. Well, yeah, and Dad keeps saying, like, I'm thinking about their futures, and Mom is like, 
they don't need you to think about their futures. They need you to be their dad now. Like, they need you to support them. They don't care where they live. They just need you to be their dad, not their coach or their cheerleader. Yeah, dad tries to be like, you know, like, we can't afford, like, something like our old house here. And mom's like, I don't care if we live in a shoebox. Like, our daughters are not happy. Mm -hmm. And it's your fault. Yeah. (laughs) And so, then we see how. Oh, wait. (laughs) This is where dad says, they got opportunities that most kids only dream about. And this is where mom hits him with. Maybe it's not their dream. Maybe it's only yours. I know that we mentioned this in one of the other uh, movies we watched so far, but this is the closest thing to, it's not your dream, Dad. Or, what? You're giving up your dream. No, No, Dad. I'm giving up yours. Yeah, this is the closest we've gotten so far. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. I know it's, like, word for word in a Cinderella story, but that's not a decal. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Heather is swinging outside in this little, like, swing set. Like a sad swing set. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's sad. She just left her home. And so, Heidi comes over, and Heather is obviously in a bad mood. Heidi, like, tries to make a joke, but Heather just kind of, like, well, walks this away. Where, this is where Heidi apologized. One, for lying, for, for lying to Nikki about where they lived, and possibly, like, getting us in this mess. But Heather's like, oh, they would have found out anyway. Yeah. And then she also um, apologizes for blaming her about basketball. She says she talked to mom, and she knows Heather had nothing to do with it. And this is where Heather admits, like, I know how much you wanted to be in your play. Like, I know you think I don't, but I care about your happiness, and I would have never, like, messed up that chance. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Like, she is still kind of mad at her because she's like, you don't understand how much I, like, care about you. I wouldn't have done that, and it hurts my feelings that, that, like, you think that I would have. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, I put all their BFFs. <laughs> yeah, it's a really sweet moment. And so um, Heather and Heidi make up, and they're like, you know, let's go play a little basketball game. Yeah, they have, like, this little court where they live. Yeah, so there's just, like, a little montage of them playing a again, one-on-one Heidi game. Heidi does, like, a little foot shuffle again. We'll, we'll get to it. Oh, yeah, it's important. <laughs> um, so Heather, Heather and Heidi walk into practice, and everyone's, like, standoffish. And Heidi thinks it's because she lied about being rich. And uh, Madison is like, it's we don't care if you're rich. It's because you lied in general. Yeah, and well, and they're like, you guys aren't being very nice to us. We're supposed to be teammates. And Madison, like, hits them back with, like, you lied to us. How are we supposed to be teammates when you're not going to be honest? Yeah, so Heather and Heidi kind of shrug it off. And then practice starts. And it's just Heather and Heidi versus everyone. Nikki won't pass to them. Um, and because no one will pass to Heather and Heidi, they're only, like, playing with each other. Yeah. And the coach just, like, won't stop yelling. Yeah, the coach literally calls them out for exactly what they're doing. And so, um, like, practice basically is over. They're sitting, and he writes out the word team. And, <laughs> and he's, like, he just, like, yells at everyone. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, like, and you know what? I guess I'm just gonna rip, a- rip up that invitation. So they're all, like... Invitation. invitation and he's like yeah you know we were invited to a tournament in new york city over christmas but i guess you guys don't want to go and they're like oh no we want to go we want to go they're and like oh we'll be a team now yeah and so and then he's like well you guys are gonna have to pay for your own way there and so of well, course he says, he says we'll pay for some of it yeah but he's like you're gonna have to cover the rest and so nikki's like well that's no problem and then she looks over at heather and heidi and they're like we're going so then we so, have a little it's not really a montage but they're cleaning boats yeah you know, heather and heidi, raising money yeah clean boats to raise money um apparently they only need 70 dollars to go i mean i guess it was 1980 yeah but that's only 35 dollars each i mean how much of the plane yeah, ticket because, was covered because they're like how much do we have 50 dollars 20 more to go yeah and dad will not help them at all even though yeah! he's the one who even made the- them do basketball <laughs> he's a lawyer yeah, so then they go to, like, Street Performer Central in California and do this tap dance yeah. for money. They start Which, like, honestly, dancing. if I saw, like, two giant twin girls tap <laughs> dancing in the middle of Street Performers, I'd probably stop and watch. <laughs> 
Yeah, so then we cut to the airport. Nikki, and, okay, the entire team is dribbling basketballs through the airport. They all are carrying basketballs through the airport. It was 1985. Why do they need to bring <laughs> basketballs? The, each one of them has their own personal basketball. You never had people who brought their own, like, balls to the sporting events? No. Oh, people brought, like, their own, like, bats to softball. No, to, like, practice. Like, people would bring their own soccer balls. And no. people would bring... Yeah. They wanted oh. their, like, own. Oh. Well, they had their, sh- like, special one. No, the coaches brought, like... Well, we either had, like, the basketballs that the gym gave us, or the coaches brought a bag of soccer balls, and we all shared. Well, yeah, I didn't have one of my own, but some people <laughs> did. Anyway, yeah, they're at the airport, they're all playing basketball, and Nikki's up at the counter, and she's, like, trying to brag about being first class with Madison, but in front of the twins, there was this woman who was, like, sneezing and coughing, and she's like, oh, my allergies, and she's like, oh, well, I hope you guys don't get sick. That lady's up there. first class with her. Yeah, and so they basically- gonna get shot. Yeah, they scare Madison out of riding in first (laughs) class with Nikki. Yeah, so Madison, like- the, the twins are at the counter, and then Madison, like, first of all, cuts everyone in line. Yeah. And says, that's it, I'm trading this in for coach. And the twins just go, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to show that they're, like, jokesters. Yeah, so they're playing basketball at a very dimly lit gym. There's only, like, two lights <laughs> in this whole gym. It's so dark. Um, Heather makes a three-pointer at what we think is the buzzer, and it puts them ahead by one. Um, but then they start celebrating and they miss the other team's buzzer beater to win the game. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. I don't know how they didn't look at the scoreboard and see there was still time left. So they end up winning second place, uh, in the whole tournament. And for the first time in tournament history, a player who was not on the championship team wins MVP, and that's Heather. Yeah, but Heather is, like, literally crying at this point (laughs) because she's upset that they lost. So then we see Heidi is, like, looking around New York, and she sees the Nutcracker, like, the theater. theater. And so she, like, like, she looks inside, and she's just amazed. And, uh, and Heather's like, come on, like, we need to leave. But as she's, like, walking inside, which I don't think you can just walk inside without a ticket, but no. she, like, walks inside and she runs into Zoe. And Zoe's like, oh, my God, like, so good to see you. We spend every Christmas in New York. Oh, of course you do. Yeah, and so she's like, so oh. just casually seen the Nutcracker on Christmas Day. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, oh, it was so good. And she's like, well, I'm really sorry about the uh, musical, but we're having drama camp this summer. You should totally sign up. Um, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so they fly back home, and the whole team is met with applause by their parents at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of their parents went with them, which... I, I guess they didn't want to pay for tickets and I, hotels they, and but, stuff. Yeah, but, like, no one's parents. Like, none of the other, like, rich kids' parents went with them either. Well, Nikki's dad is an absentee father, and I don't think the rest are as rich as Nikki, so... Okay, yeah, so only Nikki's driver is there to greet Nikki. Um, he congratulates her. <laughs> Yeah. He's so nice. He's like, how'd you do, Nikki? And she's like, oh, we got second. And he's like, oh, you'll get him next time. Yeah. Well, love and she's this driver. Like, and she's like, where's dad? And he's like, oh, he got caught up with work. And she's like, of course. And he's like, I'm going to go get your bags now. And she just like <laughs> sits there on the side, like all sad. Yeah, she's just like sitting on a bench. Um, and that's when Heidi and Heather notice. And Heather grabs Heidi to go over and talk to her. Heidi objects because yeah. she's like, no, she's mean to us. No. <laughs> yeah, the entire time Heidi's like, you realize she's the reason we had to move. She's never yeah. been nice to us ever. And Heather's like, come on, it's Christmas. Like, teammates. So they yeah. walk over to Nikki, and Nikki's just kind of like, another Christmas alone. Well, Nikki first tries to, like, get them to leave, and Heidi's like, gladly. And Heather's like, okay, come on, like, what's going on? Yeah, and as they're walking away, Nikki goes... 
oh, another Christmas alone. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, they, they're just talking a little bit, and she's like, yeah, like, my dad's always gone. Yeah, Heather and Heidi are just like, oh, like, I'm sorry to hear that, but Nikki's like, I should be apologizing, like, I've been really shitty to you guys. She's like, my dad is always gone all the time, and I always thought that, like, if I was the star player, maybe he would stick around more, which is so sad. Yeah, she thought if she was good enough at basketball that he would be there. And whenever her star player status was threatened, she got scared, and that's why she acted out the way she did. Yeah, and so... (laughs) It just breaks my... It's so sad. (laughs) The fathers in these DCOMs ain't shit. (laughs) They are not good at all. So they invite her over for Christmas dinner. Um, and she goes, and they're eating around at their little kitchen counter, and they all laugh. They're at the Dad's making, house. like, horrible junk food they're that doesn't taste good. They're called bacon, bean, and cheese sandwiches in this panini press, and yeah. they're fucking disgusting. I don't think there was even bread, which is the problem. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, they put the panini press down, and it's just cheese yeah. oozes <laughs> out. Like, there's not even, like, any more in the press. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're, like, the three girls are just like, these are, like, really disgusting. Do we have to eat these? Yeah, and they're like, we're gonna go play basketball and dad's like it's 1 a.m and they're like it's christmas and they're like okay yeah so um yeah nikki's like oh you guys are lucky that you live here and heidi's like but you have a huge house but nikki's like you have parents who care about you well and they're ready to like shit on their dad because they're like okay it's not as good as you think and she's like yeah but at least your dad is here right um yeah so oh they ask her what her dad is like and she hits him with she's like he's not enough around he's not around enough for me to even know Yikes. Yeah, and so, so... yeah, so they're playing around, and this is when Galen walks out. Oh. He lives there! Oh what? my god! Um, apparently he stole the H in Sandy Shore to hold the hoop up, because it's, like, sagging. Yeah, and so he fixes the, ba- the basketball hoop, and he asks them about how the tournament went, and they're like, oh, we lost, and he's like, well, I'm not surprised, you guys <gasps> don't play like a team. And then he's like, I can give you some por- pointers if you want. Which, for, like, I get that he's really cute, so I probably would take the pointers, too. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, so conflicted on this. Yeah. Because, <laughs> first of all, I was like, first of all, I didn't ask for your fucking opinion, Galen. Yeah. But then he starts to pull them into positions, and they're all, like, looking at each other, like, oh my god. Yeah, he, like, grabs them by the shoulder and, like, walks them over to, like, where they're gonna stand, and they're all, like, looking at each other, like, winking and stuff, and this is a classic scene. I know! So we have, Heidi is the last one that he, like, puts into place, and so she keeps, like, taking a step, and she's, like, right here, and he's, like, no, and so he, like, puts his hand on her shoulders again and moves her back, and then she, like, takes another two steps, and she's, like, here? And he's, like, no, right here, and they all, like, laugh, and they're, like, come on, let's play. Okay, I love this scene so much. I do, too. First of all, one, because, like, it's just so innocent. Like, they just, like, want to be, like, held by him. And two, it's not a competition. Yeah, and it's also, like, it's Christmas Day. It's, like, or it's the day after Christmas now, but it's, like, 1 a.m. They're just, like, playing basketball. They're just in high school having fun. And I love that this guy is just here. He never becomes, like, spoiler. He never becomes, like, a love interest for anyone. He's just, like, there as, like, a guy to play basketball. And he is also a senior, and they're freshmen, so I like that it wasn't, like, (laughs) anything strange yeah it's just like fun and also like i think about that scene all the time where she like keeps moving herself in order to get him yeah. to, like, back more. <laughs> listen i i think he's very cute so <laughs> anyway yeah so then we have this three verse one montage yeah and they're just getting shot after shot yeah, he's like oh. three passes before you can shoot yeah and i said i remember this scene <laughs> 
Yeah, so they're just having a good time. Yeah, so then we cut to a regular season game. Um, Nikki, Heather, and Heidi, Heidi are working together, teammates, congratulating, rooting each other on. We love it. Apparently, the other guard and forward, forward are just useless. They don't do shit the entire game ever. <laughs> but I love the mean girl turns best friend narrative. I love it. We don't see it well, enough. Well, yeah, and it's because there's, like, there's always a reason why someone is mean, so we like right. to see that, and then to have the people be understanding and be like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, this happened in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. We love it. We love to see it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're finally playing, like, a team. They need one more shot, and well, so. Well, first, Dad is, ye- like, while they're playing, Dad's yeah. yelling from the bench, Work it to Heather. Give it to your money player. Yeah, and so they do give it to Heather. Heather shoots. She misses it. Heidi gets it and gets the rebound, and there's two seconds left. So the coach, the other coach calls a timeout, and she starts screaming at the ref, and she's like, you saw that foul. You need to call it. And she went back and lost. There was no foul. Well, and she, like, she grabs his jersey. She grabs the ref's shirt. Yeah. Just asking for a technical. Yeah, so the ref is like, okay, they get two points, or they get get two two, free shots now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the coach is talking to his team and he's like, oh my god, this is great. We don't want to go into overtime. We just want to win without going into overtime. So he's like, we're going to put the star player in. And yeah, well, he says, we're going to go with our best. And Heather says, I got it, coach. And he says, no, Heidi. Yeah. And so Heather, Heather makes this face a lot in the movie. She makes this little, like, she, like, flares her nostril and, like, curls her lips yeah. in a little bit. And she's just like, okay. Yeah, and but then so, she starts to give encouragement. Yeah. But then! Oh my god. Then! Dad literally Whenever he sees Heidi going up to the free throw line, yeah. he comes over. He literally runs onto the court to yell at the coach to put Heather in. He says instead of his other daughter. And he says Heidi's not ready for this. And the coach is like, Listen, I know that Heather is good, but so is Heidi. She's the one who's been getting all of the shots tonight. Like, we're gonna go with Heidi because I'm the fucking coach. And he's right. like, You're a hothead, you need to go fuck off. Right. So the crowd starts chanting for <sighs> Heidi. Love it. Um, Heidi misses the first shot, but she makes the second. And they, they end win! up winning! Yay, Heidi got some glory! Yeah. Woo! So Heidi runs over, hugs mom and dad, and so Heather runs over too, and this time mom is going over to right. comfort Heather. And so dad is talking about to Heidi, and he he's even, like, oh, Heidi, you're so good now. I love you now. Well, he says, even though I doubted you. Yeah. Like, oh my fucking God, can you just give her one minute where you appreciate her for what she's doing? So, <sighs> Let me cut to... Oh my God, and this scene. This scene... <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, we go back home. Heather is playing basketball with Galen, and it's he's like, like yeah, it's like late at night. He's like, I'm done for the night. Like, we've been playing for two hours, but she takes the ball again. She's like, I'm still playing, so you can she, leave, she's but being, I'm going like, to keep going. very, very aggressive yeah. because of what happened today. She, I guess, like, needs to, like, prove herself that she's the best. Yeah, and so Galen is like, you're going to wear yourself out before finals. Like, you're going to hurt yourself. Tomorrow. Yeah, and he's like, and she's like, no, I'm going to keep going. So she scores against him again. She scores against him, and he, like, she gets the ball back. She goes again, but this time when she jumps to make the shot, she lands on her ankle the wrong way, and she, like, falls to the ground. She's screaming and crying, and so Galen's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> mom comes over, and she's yeah, like. Yeah, mom was, like, carrying laundry, I guess, like, from the laundry room, and, like, like hears Heather crying. So yeah. she runs over. And first, Galen's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't be, I, I tried to get her to stop. And yeah. Immediately, Mom's like, no, wait, you're fine, it's not your fault, obviously. Yeah, and so they need to, like, get her back into the house. And then at this part, and, uh, oh my god, this is so, so sad. God. 
so Heather is like, she's like, they're holding her shoulders, like carrying her in and she's crying. And it's, it's not even that she's that hurt, but she's like, dad's going to be so disappointed. Why did I do this? Yeah, like, she's I'm so like, scouts stupid. are coming to the game tomorrow and she just keeps saying like, I'm sorry, dad. I'm sorry, dad. I'm yeah. Sorry, dad. And so, and dad is standing there and he's like, oh my God, what happened? And she's like, I'm sorry, dad. I'm sorry. And at this point, dad is like starting to realize what's happening. Yeah. Like he's it's realizing. Like for a, it's for a very brief moment. They like take Heather away and the shot lingers on dad. Just like kind of, like, looking looking confused. Like, why is she apologizing? Like, well, and he kind of makes this, like, little bit of a disappointed face, like, with himself because right. he's understanding what's going on. Right. Um, so Heather is icing her ankle in her room. Uh, Mom walks in, and Heather says that she wasn't good enough today and that Heidi is better. And, oh, I love Mom. Mom reassures her. She's like, there's always someone that will be better. And, like, it doesn't matter if you win. Like, do you do you love basketball? And she's like, yeah, like, I love playing. And she's like, it doesn't matter if you win as long as you love it. And she tells a story about how, like, she was a swimmer and there was this girl who was, like, her rival. And they made it to finals. And the girl ended up beating her by, like, so much or whatever. But she's like, but it didn't matter because, like, I love swimming. And Heather's like, well, why did you ever give up swimming if you love it so much? She's like, well, I found something I loved more, which is being your mom. Aww. So nice. <laughs> but yeah, so mom is always encouraging both we of them. We love mom. <laughs> yeah, she's she's always trying to get them to be their best self. And she's like, you know, it's not about, like, beating your sister and it's not about pleasing your dad. Like you said, it's about having fun. Yeah, and Heather, like, she, like even though like, she is the best, she's also just a person who really loves, like, playing sports. Yeah. So we cut to the final game. It's the league championship game. Yeah, and so Heather and Heidi are talking, and they're like, where is dad? This is weird. And they're like, oh, I bet he's talking to some scouts or whatever. Yeah, because, like, we see scouts at, at the game. Um, Heather is on the sideline with crutches. Mm-hmm. Um, so Heidi goes out. Heidi's playing center, which is Heather's position. Well, yeah, and uh, Heidi, Heather's like, you know, it's your turn to carry the team. You got this. Yeah, yeah Heather just, like, continually encourages Heidi, which is great. Also, whenever they announce a team, they, like, say their stats or whatever. Heidi is 6 one as a freshman <laughs> in high school i am five one my entire life Didn't we know a girl forever as a freshman in high school did we oh i don't oh yeah probably <laughs> sorry but i didn't know the main <laughs> i don't want to say it. still i don't know i'm short so whatever um so yeah so the scouts at the game heidi's playing center nikki looks for a dad in the stands and he's not there um, Heidi makes the first basket as Heather cheers for her on the bench. And I just want to say, throughout this whole game, Heather is not only, like, cheering aggressively with her crutches, but she's also just, like, standing on one foot, like, waving her crutches in the air the whole time. <laughs> and I remember watching this, and at the time, my sister's basketball team was in, like, their league championship game, and she had, like, twisted her ankle and had crutches and was on the bench, and we were like... We were like, why don't you, like, cheer like that? Like, she's cute, <laughs> which is, like, literally almost, like, falling over herself with her crutches. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the game is going really well, but then the other team realizes that Heidi is, like, their main competition now. So they yeah. keep putting two girls on Heidi. They're double-teaming her. Which I don't understand, because then that leaves another girl wide open. Like, there's an even number of players on each team so if there's two people in Heidi that means there's one person like I said the other guard and the other four now they have two random forwards are useless apparently who's completely open Uh, but then like the coach calls timeout and then he like tells them he's like we have another girl well he doesn't like say it like that but he's like okay like they're guarding Heidi we have another girl open like get it to her yeah um so this is when dad walks into the gym with 
Nikki's dad. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so at this point, the team starts pulling ahead because Nikki starts coming through. She's got all this confidence, like, her dad's here, she's so happy. Yeah. She loves the game again. And, yeah, and as soon as Nikki starts, like, coming through, all the other players are also, like, playing yeah, harder, Nikki playing smarter. Yeah, Nikki and Heidi become, like, a force together on the, yeah. on the court. There's this like, get game, the game plays through a montage. Yeah, we're going back and forth between the two teams scoring again. But then, um, the one of the, like, team members from the other team, like, gets out of the way, and, and Nikki ends up running into, like, the basketball hoop. Yeah, Nikki, like, goes in for a layup, and something that, like, the, I thought the other team, like, shoved her. Yeah, something. They shove her into, like, the padding that's underneath the hoop. I guess, like, really hard, because yeah. I've run into that padding before. <laughs> well, and she does, it lands, like, right yeah, on her arm. Yeah, it lands, arm. like, right on her arm. Um, so Nikki goes out for, like, a hot minute, just, like, to check if she's okay. She's like, I can't feel my left arm. Well, yeah, and a, a foul is called. Uh, she's injured her arm, but the, yeah, so, like, if the Nikki, ref tells them that if Nikki goes out, she's out for the rest of the game. They have to put somebody else in and they somebody need someone else. else to shoot the free throws. Yeah. So Heather tells Coach to stall, and she leaves. Um, Nikki can't move her arm, but she goes in for the free throws or for the free throw, and makes it anyway to a one-point game. Well, and their whole plan was to have Nikki go in, take the three free throw, get the ball back from the turnover, and then call another timeout. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's seven seconds left. That's what happens. And, okay. <laughs> so we see Heather in the dark outside the gym. I don't know why the lights aren't on, if that's how everyone came into the gym. Yeah. She's limping through the jeans. She's, she's back in her, She's in her uniform. She opens the doors. Crowd goes silent. Heather slowly walks onto the court. She's still limping. limping. Yeah. She's limping. Heidi starts a slow clap. Heather. Heather. <laughs> the whole gym joins along. Crowd goes fucking wild. Mm-hmm. So, they have other people on their team. <laughs> I don't know why they need Heather with a broken ankle. Well, yeah. So, she comes in and she tells the coach the plan. She's like, I'm gonna go back in. The coach is like, you can't fucking play. What do you mean? She's she like, says, I'll just be yeah. a decoy. Like, she we says, just have everyone to knows them. they're gonna give Heidi the last shot, which means Heather will be wide open because she's got a broken ankle. Yeah. And and if she's not wide open, that'll pull people off Heidi, which means they have all their players covered now. I don't it, understand. Their the logic, logic doesn't make sense, but the coach goes along with it anyway. He's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. You can't knowingly put in an injured player, and her parents would not just stand there and let her play on a broken ankle. Right, so the plan is to pass to Heather, who will either pass to the open player or take the shot. If she needs to, even if though she can't fucking walk on her ankle. Right, so so then the everyone goes back onto the court. The other team says, we don't need to worry about 30, which is Heather. Stay on 21, which is Heidi. Mm -hmm. So Nikki passes the ball to Heather. There's six seconds left. Okay, I'm going to break this down. <laughs> There's six seconds left, okay? There's two people on Heidi. Heather is wide open. No one is on her. And Heidi is telling her, make the shot. Take the shot. everyone in slow motion is telling Heather, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. But Heather, instead, does Heidi's foot shuffle. Okay, so Heidi's foot shuffle oh my God. is where, okay, so like her feet never leave she's, the ground. But it goes, yeah, she's on one, her toes. One right foot on her toe, one left foot on her toe, ball moves side to side as each one goes. No one is on her. But she does this foot shuffle anyway for much longer than six seconds. And her ankle is still broken. Ankle, you would not be even, able to, she can't walk. She, she would can't not be walk able. on her ankle. You cannot put all of your weight on one foot. It doesn't make any... I'm getting so loud. It doesn't make any... I'm sorry for those of you in the headphones. It doesn't make any it does sense. Not. So she keeps doing this shuffle and until she's, a girl she's, yeah, she's comes up and guards her. 
her. And then the other one leaves Heidi, too, for some fucking reason. Yeah, so then Heather does this whole thing just to fake one way and then pass behind her back to Heidi. Who Heidi though, wasn't even in front of the ball. She did that thing. Yeah, she, it was a horrible pass. Well, they, they talk about this earlier. They're like, it's like you pass into nowhere, and then the other twin shows up. Yeah, so, so. the ball goes to, like, nowhere. Heidi runs over, barely grabs the ball. Mm-hmm. And then, again, another player's honor, but she um, makes she takes a shot and shoots the buzzer beater to win the game. Woohoo! Everyone <laughs> celebrates. Yeah, mom and dad are it proud. Mom and dad are proud of both of them. Nikki's dad is there this time. Dad apologizes for the pressure and for making Heidi play, but they're like, well, it ended up working out. Ah ha yeah. ha ha. Um, Nikki's dad apologizes to her for everything. Um, uh, the twins dad apologizes to the coach. Yeah. <laughs> but then the coach is like, oh, you know, like, um, they're gonna be really good. Um, and there's, or, so, I don't know, he talks about something about, like, college. Yeah, he's talking about college, and he's like, you know, they're even talking about making a women's pro league, and Dad's like, a women's pro league? Cause yeah, well, and then I look, this takes place in 85. The WNBA was not invented until 1996. That doesn't surprise me. I, I have some more tidbits about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the coach is also saying, like, make sure you keep them in, like, uh, summer camps and stuff because you want to keep them going like this. And Dad's like, you know, I'll think about it. But I think Heidi is going to a drama camp this summer. Oh. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And it turns out it didn't matter if Heidi went to drama camp or not because we cut to a d- the WNBA. Yeah, we see the WNBA logo and we're, like, in an arena. It's, like, dim lights. It's, like, a knockoff that song that's, like, brum, brum, brum. That is not a good singing of that song. I'm sorry. How, how would you do it? I don't know. I can't think of the melody, but it's not like that. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do it. It's like the classic sports yeah, song. You know what? So Heidi walks out in a um, Sparks uniform. Heather walks out on the other on the other side of the gym in a Monarchs uniform. Again, all the lights are off except for a spotlight on both of them. Yeah. And uh, so Mom and Dad are in the stands. They look at each other. They've done this throughout the movie. They do this thing where they, like, point at their nose and then point at each other. They I, don't explain it. It's just, yeah, like, their twin their thing. thing. And so what they do, they, like, go up to the center for their tip-off, and as the, the ref... Uh, throws up well, the ball, they, they look up. Before they do that, um, they, they say the line. That's, oh. Uh, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like, good luck, little sis. I'm always gonna be better than you or One whatever. second best, always second best. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when the ref throws up the ball, faces up, get ready to jump. But freeze frame! We don't know! And that's where text shows up on screen that says, In 1989, Heidi and Heather received full basketball scholarships to the University of Virginia. Both were signed to professional basketball contracts by the WNBA. And um, one last thing I would like to say is, this is the end of the movie. It then goes into the credits. But before the credits, so the text disappears from the screen. But before the credits roll, there is a single snippet of a song. And it says, dribble, dribble, shoot, shoot, take that ball to the hoop, hoop. And then a different song plays during the credits. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a bop. <laughs> no, that's all we get. <laughs> that one line. And the movie ends. Yeah. So I wrote about Heather and Heidi's real life. Yeah, I looked it up. I, I learned a little bit, but I'm sure you have more. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, Heather and Heidi were both uh, all-time scores of the women's Sea Kings. Um, Heather... Uh, scored 1,345 points in her career, and Heidi scored 1,183. 
Um, once they got to college, um, this is just off, off Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It says that they were not liked by their teammates because oh. they fouled frequently, and it said <laughs> that they like didn't play like on the court together because they were fouled. They fouled so much, <laughs> um, and it's also said that they made like a lot of like bad mistakes, and that's another reason Yikes. why they weren't liked by their teammates. Um, they did lead um, the University of, Gin- of Virginia to, um, I think, like, three Final Fours, the o- their only Final Four appearances in University of Virginia history. Um, they, <laughs> in 1991, they held the record for the world's tallest twins at 6'5". Um, Heather played uh, USA basketball, which I think is just, like, basketball training, like, preparing you for professional leagues. I don't really know. Um, she got her bachelor's degree in Spanish and drama. Heather did, not Heidi. Um, she was on the USA national team. She played six years, uh, overseas, uh, professional basketball. And then in 1999, she joined the WNBA Sacramento Monarchs for one year. But after that, she went back overseas, um, and she retired from basketball completely in 2001 due to injuries. Um, after her career, she taught Spanish and then became a stay-at-home mom and also a basketball coach locally. Uh, Heidi earned her bachelor's degree in rhetoric and communications and Spanish. She also played on the USA team. Uh, she also played six years overseas. Uh, she was also in the WNBA on the LA Sparks, but she joined in its inaugural season in 1996 with Miss Lisa Leslie. Um, and then Heidi played for the Washington Mystics, but then retired in 1998 after an injury. Uh, she worked for the WNBA, but is now a physical therapist and a coach. And both say that their biggest regrets is never being able to play each other in the WNBA. Yeah. Because um, Heidi retired in 1998 and Heather started in 1999. Yeah, so they didn't have that scene that happens at the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, that's not real. It's just an imagination, but <laughs> it's a what dream. a nice scene it, scene it would have been. So, uh, yeah. Do you have any quotes? Um, I, I have one. I don't think, you can go for yours. I don't think I have any. Okay, so it's right after um, everyone finds out that Heather or Heidi lied about their address and they're playing keep away from each other during practice. And the coach is just yelling at everyone back and forth like, Heather, Heidi, Nikki, pass the ball, pass the ball, girls, play like a team. And then at the very end, she just goes, Nikki, ah! Yeah, I mean, I'd have to go for a sweeter one. Mine is probably whenever mom is like, it doesn't matter. Just, like, be you. Play your game. That's all you gotta do. Oh, love that. Yeah. So, how did you rate and rank this? Okay, so I know I called this out for being ridiculous many times. Mm-hmm. But I love this movie. I gave it a four out of five. I put it at number four underneath uh, Xenon and above My Date with the President's Daughter. Yeah, I also gave this a four out of five. I really, really enjoyed it. I liked it when I was a kid. Like, Same. So Elizabeth and I both played basketball as children, not, like, all the way up until eighth Or did you? I played up oh, until Oh, she did grade. play it up until eighth grade. I didn't. We were but, never, like, good at it, like we said. No. We just played for our parish. But I had, a, like, a fun time when I did play it and stuff. So it is fun to, like, watch these sporty movies of sports that I did play. And understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like watching, I don't know what we watched before, the, um, the one with Frankie Nunez where he box car race. I don't understand a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I gave this a four out of five. I have this at number six. The Color of Friendship is above it and Johnny Tsunami is below it. And next week, we are watching another classic, Cadet Kelly. <gasps> Y'all. It's gonna be real oh good. <laughs> Just, I'm so excited. So, that's it. Okay, bye. bye.